I did not feel comfortable. However, there was business to be done, and I could allow nothing to interfere with it. I therefore tried to raise her up, and said as gravely as I could that I thanked her, but my duty was imperative, and that I must go. She then rose and dried her eyes, and, taking a crucifix from her neck, offered it to me. I did not know what to do, for as an English churchman I have been taught to regard such things as, in some mother, idolatrous. And yet it seemed so ungracious to refuse an old lady, meaning so well, and in such a state of mind. She saw, I suppose, the doubt in my face, for she put the rosary round my neck, and said, "'For your mother's sake,' and went out of the room. I am writing up this part of the diary whilst I am waiting for the coach, which is, of course, late, and the crucifix is still round my neck. Whether it is the old lady's fear, or the many ghostly traditions of this place, or the crucifix itself, I do not know, but I am not feeling nearly as easy in my mind as usual.' If this book should ever reach Mina before I do, let it bring my goodbye. Here comes the coach. 5 May. The Castle. The grey of the morning has passed, and the sun is high over the distant horizon, which seems jagged, whether with trees or hills I know not, for it is so far off that big things and little are mixed. I am not sleepy, and as I am not to be called till I awake, naturally I write till sleep comes. There are many odd things to put down, and lest who reads them may fancy I dined too well before I left Abistritz, let me put down my dinner exactly. I dined on what they called robber steak, bits of bacon, onion and beef seasoned with red pepper, and strung on sticks and roasted over the fire in the simple style of the London cat's meat. The wine was golden medias, which produces a queer sting on the tongue, which is, however, not disagreeable. I had only a couple glasses of this and nothing else. When I got on the coach, the driver had not taken his seat, and I saw him talking with the landlady. They were evidently talking of me, for every now and then they looked at me and some of the people who were sitting on the bench outside the door, which they called by a name meaning word-bearer, came and listened, and then looked at me, most of them pityingly, I could hear a lot of words often repeated, queer words, for there were many nationalities in the crowd, so I quietly got my polyglot dictionary from my bag and looked them out. I must say, they were not cheering to me, for amongst them were Ordog, Satan, Pokol, Hell, Stregoika, Witch, Vrolok, and Vlkozlak both of which mean the same thing, one being Slovak and the other Servian, for something that is either werewolf or vampire. Memorandum, I must ask the Count about these superstitions. When we started, the crowd round the inn door, which had by this time swelled to a considerable size, all made the sign of the cross and pointed two fingers towards me. With some difficulty I got a fellow passenger to tell me what they meant. He would not answer at first, but on learning that I was English, he explained that it was a charm or guard against the evil eye. This was not very pleasant for me, just starting for an unknown place to meet an unknown man, but everyone seemed so kind-hearted, so sorrowful, so sympathetic, that I could not be but touched. I shall never forget the last glimpse which I had of the inn-yard and its crowd of picturesque figures— 
all crossing themselves as they stood round the wide archway with its background of rich foliage of oleander and orange trees and green tubs clustered in the centre of the yard. Then our driver, whose wide linen drawers covered the whole front of the box seat, Gotza they call them, cracked his big whip over his four small horses, which ran abreast, and we set off on our journey. I soon lost sight and recollection of ghostly fears in the beauty of the scene as we drove along. Although I had known the language, or rather languages, which my fellow passengers were speaking, I might not have been able to throw them off so easily. Before us lay a green sloping land, full of forests and woods, with here and there steep hills, crowned with clumps of trees or with farmhouses, the blank gable end to the road, 